Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. episode today on Que Golazo, Fabrizio Romano joins me to discuss France's win over Germany. A great, great victory, starting victory for Le Bleu. Cristiano Ronaldo makes some more history as Portugal beat Hungary. We discuss as well Wednesday's games, Turkey against Wales and Italy against Switzerland. Betting tips from yours truly. Que Golazo begins right now. Everybody, welcome to Gigo Lasso on this Tuesday uh, slash Wednesday. If you're listening or watching this as well, and we begin, of course, with the action Euro 2020, and with me, my brother, mi hermano, Fabrizio Romano. Fabrizio, how are you, my friend? Hello, my friend. I'm okay. I'm okay. Thank you. Really beautiful period. We have fantastic matches, Euros, transfers. So I love it. I love it too. And everybody, welcome Fabrizio to the show. And usually we hear him or see him on Monday with the transfer info. And he'll give us a little bit of transfer info, but because it's Euro 2020, we wanted to do something different, get some analysis from Fabrizio. And since Italy play on Wednesday as well, some good timing. Don't forget that you can follow him on Instagram and Twitter, Fabrizio Romano, and of course, cbs.sports.com. Fabrizio, let's quickly talk about France against Germany. France winning one nothing against Germany. A Mats Hummel's own goal on the 20th minute, but also they had, France had two goals disallowed. Uh, you know, even though they didn't have most of the possession, Fabrizio, they really controlled the game. So much talent, so much space, and they begin Group F with a win over Germany. How did you see that game? What did you think of it? I think that uh, your analysis is perfect. And about France, um, they are always in control of the matches. They are really incredible. They have everything in this team. They have experience. They have young talents. They have stars of the president of the future as a Mbappé. They have an amazing defense because defense was fantastic tonight and was not easy. So not conceding goal was something really huge for France. They have Benzema back. He was scoring, was disallowed, but... What a player, Benzema, back for France was something really important also for the experience. Players so used to win is so important in this kind of tournament. So uh, France did exactly was what I was expecting. They are also under control of the matches. They have a lot of good mentality to win this kind of big matches because against Germany is always difficult also if they are maybe not in the best moment. But France were really concentrated, really focused. And I think they're going to they're gonna ride to the final. This is my prediction. I am 100% sure because I think this team is incredible. I always say they are playing like Space Jam against normal sports and I continue with this idea. I know it's not so original, because I think everyone who is looking, looking football knows that France in this moment, they have an incredible team. And maybe uh, also the word from the champ is not easy, you know, because when you have 
too many good players. He's not needed to find the right, the right starting eleven to control these players in the dressing room uh, where, when the players are not playing. Obviously, they are not happy. So the word from the champ, in my opinion, has been fantastic in this first match, and it will continue like this because it's fantastic also in the relationship directly with the player. So huge congrats to France, but I think they will continue like this. So I don't expect this surprise for France. I see them in the final. And talking about Germany, I see something different because players are so good. Team is so good, but in my opinion, knowing that your manager is going to leave at the end of the Euros is a huge problem. Yeah, it is. It's And it's a German thing, really, isn't it? It happens in the Bundesliga as well. All the preparations come into place. And I commend it. I, I think it's good to have a, a plan, right? A project. But sometimes, to your point, I think it can be a little detrimental to the squad, knowing that this is not the man that's going to take you forward in the future. I really feel that mentally, subconsciously, that does that to a player. I think it messes them up a little bit, knowing that they're not going to be part of it. I mean, you nearly saw it. Well, you did see it with Borussia Mönchengladbach as well, right? Um, so to me, it's a little bit weird. And I think we saw a flat Germany today. I mean, they didn't, they didn't get uh, their first shot on target until the second half. They did control most of the possession. But to your point about the Champ and the squad, like they're fine with not having possession. It's fine. Because that doesn't mean control. They, I mean, Fab, they, France had... They only used two subs today, Ousmane Dembele and Tolisso. That's it. They, and they have such a deep squad, so they didn't need to worry on anything else. So I'm really not surprised. I actually, I thought there would be more goals, but two of them were counted up by VAR. Did you what think? A goal. Yeah. Oh, my God. The Kylian Mbappé one. Who was your man of the match, would you say? I, I say, I want to say about the fantastic match we had from Mbappé because I know you are going with Varane and so I'm not saying Varane also <laughs> if I love centre-back so I'm going to be original in this case so we don't have the same one but I go with Mbappé because you know we are really used to say to see Mbappé playing top matches but we have to remember that he's so young he's still so young and he's always regular he's always consistent he's always focused on the pitch on football and it's not easy when you are so young you had a lot of people expecting you as the star and what a match he was playing. Uh, always dangerous, so fast, with so quality, scoring a fantastic goal with a load, but what a goal was it? What was it? So really, I go with Mbappé because, in my opinion, he's from another planet. We are going to see him like Ronaldo and Messi we had for many years. We're going to have the same with, with Kylian Mbappé because also tonight against Germany, first match, you can be also a bit relaxed, you know, you have two other matches, so you can be maybe on another level. No, always on top level. So congrats to him and I go with Mbappé. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, it's hard to uh, disagree with that. Kylian Mbappé, he denied a goal. Uh, the, the, the pace as well when he uh, outpaced the defender as well. That It was a good tackle at the end, uh, but, you know, my God, he's just the, the complete package. I, Paul Pogba, I think, deserves a mention as well. He was tremendous. Yes. That sort of Trevella, that outside of the foot pass uh, that brought in the cross that obviously made the own goal. He was great, but I'm going with Rafael Varane. I think Varane... And Kimpembe both uh, were, you know, there was a lot of criticism ahead of this game, just thinking, are they going to be able to deal with, you know, the Euro 2020? Obviously, the back line for France was going to be questioned, but I think they did really well. Rafael Varane uh, was really good. Speaking of Varane, Fabrizio Romano, uh, obviously, we had to throw in a, a little tweet to say people had questions about him. What's the latest on him uh, and his future uh, regarding next season? 
I was working on the situation of Iran also today to understand the situation. And what I'm told is that at the moment there is still no agreement with Real Madrid to extend this contract. So it's a huge problem because they have Sergio Ramos out of contract in some days and Varane out of contract in one year. So they have to take a decision with Varane. Uh, I'm told that Carlo Ancelotti wants to keep him, wants to convince Varane to stay at Real Madrid. But at the moment there is no agreement. And my feeling uh, around Varane is that the player... He's also open to try something different. Maybe in England, this is what I expect him to the Premier League or at Paris Saint-Germain if they will go for a centre-back, for a top centre-back as Varane. Because he won everything at Real Madrid. He's out of contact in one year. So now could be the perfect moment for him to try something different. And English clubs are interested. So we have a lot of rumours about Chelsea, about Manchester United. And these rumours are true because these clubs are interested in Varane. But both clubs are waiting to understand what will be their budget for the centre-back. Because Manchester United are thinking on Sancho deal, they are negotiating with Borussia Dortmund. Uh, Chelsea are looking for a top striker because they want to sign a top striker and we will see who will be. But they still don't know how much they will invest in these players. So when they will know about this situation, we can understand also where Varane is going. But for sure, the player is one of the players to keep an eye on this, this summer because he has no agreement yet with Real Madrid. You know what? And I feel like he has a point to prove a year at 20. He, 22. he wants to remind people, listen, I, I'm a World Cup champion. Don't forget about me. And I think maybe a new, a new uh, page in his book, a new chapter in his book will probably do the business. Let me ask you about somebody else here. Uh, I'm getting a lot of these. Florian Neuhaus, uh, what's the latest on him? What's going on? Yes, he's, an, he's a player represented by many, many clubs, really, because we're talking about one of the most interesting midfielders in Bundesliga, not only because he's really so good. And it's true that Liverpool are looking at him as one of the potential candidates in midfield, and they have also contacts directly with his agent. So Neuhaus is one of the possibilities for Liverpool. But at the moment, there, is, there are still no negotiations between Borussia and Liverpool to talk about the price or to find an agreement or something like this. I think Liverpool would prefer to wait to see what happens in the market, what will be the final price, the final fee to sign this player. But for sure, he is one of the players they appreciate. We had also rumors about Bisuma, but he's not a target for Liverpool this summer, and we will see in the future, but this summer is not uh, a concrete target. So keep an eye on Neuhaus, for sure, but at the moment, it's not advanced yet. And I think in general, for the market, apart from big names we are talking on here on Kegolas and the CBS, I think many others will go after the Euros to see what happens for their, for their future. Absolutely fantastic. All right, let's quickly talk about Portugal. They beat Hungary as well. Cristiano Ronaldo breaking some records here, uh, Fab. Uh, the 36-year-old now, the all-time leading scorer in the European Championships uh, with his two goals as well in Budapest. Uh, Ronaldo is now also just three goals short of moving level uh, with uh, Iran striker Ali Dai as well as the leading scorer in the men's side of international football. Just another day for Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> yes, it seems normal. As you said before, uh, Varane wanted to show something to people saying I'm a World Cup champion, but also Cristiano wanted to say, okay, you are talking about Mbappé, Holland, Messi, all the other players, but remember, I'm still Cristiano Ronaldo. So I think it was, was not so bad today for, for Cristiano. Fantastic match, uh, as always. And again, talking about players focusing on football, you know, uh, we were saying about Mbappé, a lot of rumours, contract with Paris Saint-Germain, and he was focusing on football. And Cristiano, 
the situation with Juventus is still open. Yesterday he was saying, I don't know what's happening in my future. I will do the best for myself, but I still don't know. And this is the truth, because here in Italy, we had a lot of people trying to understand what was behind these words from Cristiano. But it was absolutely the truth, because he doesn't know what happens. At the moment, there are no negotiations with any club, but there is a possibility for him to leave if something will happen in the next weeks. So Cristiano was 100% open and was saying the truth. He doesn't know, but instead of this situation, he doesn't know where he's going. He doesn't know if he's staying at Juventus. He doesn't know what happens with Allegri at Juventus. But going on the pitch, playing for Portugal, fantastic match and man of the match. So he's always Cristiano and I think it's nothing new, but it's always good to see this player at this age being the best on the pitch, always. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Lionel Messi's free kick last night probably uh, inspired <laughs> him to do some things. So he'll be an interesting uh you know, a storyline to watch out for this summer as uh, Cristiano Ronaldo continues. And by the way, don't drink Coca-Cola near him. He, he doesn't like it. He wants some water. <laughs> I don't <All> agree. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I need my Coke every now and again. Uh, you know, I'm so, with you. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so all you Cristiano. Anyway, uh, all right, let's talk about Wednesday's action. Okay, Finland and Russia uh, started off the day. Uh, Turkey and Wales. Let's talk about Italy, Switzerland. Here, Fabrizio, when I talked to you about Italy before their opening game against Turkey, you were still a bit hesitant about them. They obviously got a good win. I was actually really disappointed in Turkey. I thought they were very passive in that game. Yeah. Italy, fantastic, of course. But what, what do you expect here against Switzerland? A tougher game, I predict. Yes, uh, it's not an easy game, as you said, because Switzerland could be fighting to have also a point would be key for them in, in this situation in the group. But I would say that, you're right, I was not so confident for Italy against Turkey and in general for this tournament, but I was really surprised because the match against Turkey, okay, Turkey were not at the best level, maybe it's so passive as you said, but Italy were playing amazing football, always with quality. They are really united as a team, you know? They have a fantastic relationship player by player with the manager Mancini. They are fighting together and this is so Italian as a feeling, but I think this, this team has also some quality. So I don't see... To be honest, big problems against Switzerland. I see some problems to arrive when they will go against top teams, like it's yeah. going to happen with top national teams in the next weeks. But at the moment, I think for the group, they are under control. So they have a fantastic feeling after winning the first match 3-0. It's something new for Italy because they never won a match in the Euros 3-0. So it's yeah. historical for Italy. Playing so well after a difficult first part of the match, first half, they were fantastic in the second part. So, you know, I'm, I'm confident and I think they have... Also a good group now that in this kind of tournament is so important, but the big problems will arrive later. So I expect Italy to win against Switzerland, to be honest. Yeah, no, I agree too. I expect a more physical game. I think Switzerland will give them a more physical game and maybe rely a little bit on Brilliant Bolo, but Chiro Immobile will probably continue to do his thing. Chiro, the hero, uh, he scored four goals in four games against Switzerland. So we've got a little more coming up for you guys uh, in our betting tips uh, preview but I, I agree I think Italy will win this but really the real test will be later on all right they will, have, they will have also Verratti later huh? they will ah, have also Verratti ah, because Verratti is he free is he available for tomorrow do you think for Wednesday yes, uh, tomorrow, I, I think for Wednesday will be only some minutes if they need if not he will stay on the bench yeah uh, but against against Wales he will be available and this is so important for Italy to have Verratti back Quality of variety is so important. And, and we were discussing about Italy last time, about they miss some player with European experience, some yeah. player used to play also Champions League matches at top level. Verratti is one of them. So they need him because Locatelli is so good. But in this moment, Verratti is on another level. 
Absolutely. All right, Fabrizio, before we say goodbye to you, uh, I want to just quickly pick your brain here. If I ask you, what is the one transfer story that you're really keeping your eye on uh, right now? What would it be? To be honest, I say Jadon Sancho, because at the moment the situation between Manchester United and Borussia Dortmund is so clear, they're negotiating, they're talking, they're trying to understand how to manage this situation about the price because Borussia Dortmund want 95 million euro. Uh, Manchester United are discussing at this point about the payment structure, the add-ons bonus, so how many they can pay on this side. Uh, they have an agreement with the player. This is not in doubt. So Sancho has an agreement with Manchester United on personal terms. It's a five years contract. They have an agreement also with these agents. So they are really prepared by the Sancho side, but now it's time to negotiate and to continue negotiation with Borussia Dortmund. So I think in the next days they will continue. Uh, they want Sancho. They want Sancho since one year, and I hope for Manchester United fans they can get Sancho because they're waiting for these players since like 14 months. It's something crazy. Yeah. So they deserve Jadon Sancho, but it's not done yet. But they are talking, they are negotiating. We will see, but I will keep an eye on this in transfer because it's the biggest one at the moment, and then we will see what happens for many other clubs. Beautiful. Fabrizio Romano, always a pleasure. Gave us some transfer info, of course, and some analysis. And Fabrizio will be back next week as well. Make sure that you follow him on Twitter, on Instagram, cbsports.com. Get some sleep, Fabrizio. Get some sleep, my <laughs> friend. I know that you've still got plenty more to do, Sky Italia, etc. But get your sleep, my friend. We need you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will. I will. I will also. Because tonight also, before the match, I was working on the Rodrigo de Paul news. Was, was Look at you, news. man. You don't stop, bro. You don't yeah, stop. No, no, but this was so huge. I'm so happy because I'm curious to see Rodrigo de Paul finally in Champions League. He will play for Atletico Madrid. As we said many times, Atletico Madrid were negotiating by ways to sign him. So, is a huge one. It's a done deal for 35 million euros. So Rodrigo De Paul joins Athletic. And we will have many other news on Kego Lazo soon on CBS Sports as always. So follow us and thank you again for the invitation, my friend. See you soon. Of course, my friend. Thank you. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen cbs wednesday we have so many cool diverse people from different backgrounds different beliefs different upbringings and it just keeps growing i'm a citizen of the united states i'm a hustler i'm a big taylor swift fan i'm the queen of the tribe i am playing whatever role i gotta play i'm gonna play this game for speed i ain't going down like no punk a new Survivor, Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Hey everybody, welcome back to Kigo Lasso. My main man, Jimmy Conrad, isn't here today, but he'll join us later in the week. Don't you worry, but I got some betting tips for you for Wednesday's action. All right, so let's begin first with Turkey as they face Wales. All right, our friends at William Hill have Turkey at plus 145 for a win, a draw plus 200, and Wales plus 225. So you don't really want to go uh, with the Turkey win, even though that will happen. So my advice to you is to really just try and put a few things together here. I think both teams are going to want to go for it because they really weren't showing their true colors in the opening games. Turkey, most definitely. They really, really should have performed better against Italy, even though Italy were fantastic. I think Turkey allowed Italy to be fantastic. And now since this game's going to take place in Baku, uh, 
then I really believe that that's going to help them. Azerbaijan, a friendly neighbor to Turkey. I think more Turkish fans will be there. So I think that this is what you got to do. Burak Yilmaz to score, Turkey to win, and both teams to score, plus 850. As my friend Jimmy says, that's easy money. Or you can go, if you want to say, no, look, I want to go with Wales. I feel like they'll do something. Okay. Gareth Bale to score, Wales to win, both teams to score. That's a thousand plus a thousand. So look, you got two great options. And like we always tell you here, the chances of probability. All right. So let's go about the next one. Uh, The bigger one, of course, I think arguably Italy against Switzerland. We just talked about it with our friend Fabrizio Romano. You don't want uh, to bet on Italy to win just alone. Okay. That's minus 170. So, you know, you got to bet 170 bucks to even just get your money back. It's just, it's not worth it. A draw is plus 280 and Switzerland plus 525. Okay. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to focus, okay, on a goal scorer. Let's go with Chira the Hero Immobile. He scored last game. He made an assist as well. And he scored four goals in the past four games against Switzerland. If he scores, if he's the first goal scorer, that's plus 300. If you like that, go for it. Maybe you do another cheeky bet where Immobile to score inside the six-yard box plus 1,100. That's easy money. You got to go for it. All right, so I'm giving you some choices. And again, probability chances. Just put 10 bucks on each and make some money. Hey everybody, I want to thank Fabrizio Romano for joining me today. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Que Golazo Pod. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. We are on YouTube. If you're watching this, you know that already. YouTube.com forward slash Que Golazo, CBSSports.com as well. Please keep coming with your questions, your comments. We got so much more content to bring you. We love that you're part of our family and we just want to keep growing and expanding. Have a great, great rest of your day. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.